Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by CrossFit TNT. We have another Transformation Academy coming up. This is our beginner program. If you know someone that's been wanting to work out, they haven't worked out in a really long time, this is a great place to start. I'm going to coach half the classes. Lindy's going to coach half the classes. There's still spots open, so if you know anyone who wants to do this, and make sure they get signed up. This starts on September 9th, and there's workouts on Mondays, there's two workouts, Wednesday there's a workout, and Saturdays there's a workout. If they end up missing uh, one of those, they can always take a SWIFT class as well to make up for it. That's included in the Transformation Academy. Check out all the details on our social media. This Friday at 6 p.m., we are doing the last swim wad of the season. So this Friday, 6 p.m., last swim wad before they close the pool. This upcoming Monday, it's Labor Day. We're going to have one workout that day, and that's going to be at 9 a.m. So Labor Day, we got one workout at 9 a.m. That is the first Monday of the month, so we are going to do our monthly benchmark as well. This is still top secret, so stop asking. I'm not going to let you know what it is. Uh, This is a workout where we can run a bunch of people through it all at once. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully, it's nice and sunny outside too. So Labor Day, 9 a.m., we're going to knock out the benchmark. Show up on Monday just to take care of it so you don't have to do it by yourself on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever you come into the gym later. If you have any personal gear in the cubbies, please empty that out. We're going to clean up the area. And the dunk tank, it's pretty much all filled up. So this dunk tank, if you didn't get a time slot, Uh, keep your eye on it. Maybe someone will cancel a time or something, but all the slots are taken as of now. She's going to come back to the gym. She's going to come back in November. I want to say November 9th. It's another Saturday. We have a nutrition challenge coming up. This nutrition challenge is going to go in between these two dunk tank dates. So if you did the first one, it's a lot of fun to do a second one to see what the improvement was. Or if you missed out on the first one, try and get a spot in on that second body fat testing. Last week, I answered a couple of questions. We're going to do the same thing today. I've got three questions, three great questions that I got earlier in the week. The first one is, how do I make sure I'm not overdoing it on cardio? This requires a little bit of context. The person that asked the question, their main focus is to increase strength. They're still going to keep doing Metcons. Uh, conditioning at the gym, but they want to do a little bit of extra conditioning work on top of it too. So they're looking to do some running, some rowing, some biking, just to make sure that they keep everything uh, dialed in. Here's what you do. If those extra sessions, if the extra running, biking, or rowing becomes too intense, that's when it's going to take away a little bit from your strength work. If your main focus is the strength work, then one thing you can do when you do cardio is to try and focus on nose breathing as much as possible. If you can run, row, or bike, breathing through your nose the whole time, then you know that you're working on endurance. You're keeping a slow enough pace to where it's not going to stress you too much. It's not going to be something that you have to recover from later on. So if you haven't messed around with this, it's kind of fun to do. You should be able to move at a decent clip breathing through your nose. If you're a mouth breather, if you haven't used your nose in a while, Give this a try. It's a fun way to kind of regulate the intensity on the cardio. There's a couple of benefits to nose breathing. 
you get a more deeper breath. It's not as shallow in your upper chest. It actually helps use your diaphragm a little bit more. You don't end up getting as dehydrated. You have a better filtration system through your nose and it becomes less stressful. Whenever you calm, whenever you relax, you're always breathing through your nose. Whenever you're worked up and stressed, you're breathing through your mouth. So if you can control which one you're using, you can kind of control the stress response a little bit and that's the benefit to it. You're not going to be able to do something that's super intense, breathing through your nose. Don't try and do that. But if you can't go for a walk, if you can't go for an easy jog without panting using your mouth, then this is something you need to work on a little bit to see if you can improve. How much protein do I need to eat? This is another question I got earlier in the week, and it's a great question. We've answered it before here on the podcast, but this is something we need to repeat a bunch of times. Protein is super important. Your protein requirements when you try and lose weight increases. When you work out, it increases. If you don't get enough protein, then you're not going to end up losing as much fat as you can. Fat is the stuff you want to lose. You want to maintain the muscle that's going to make you feel better and look better. You need to consume one gram per pound of lean body mass. That is a great number for most people. What that means, let's say we have a guy and he weighs 200 pounds. He's 20% body fat, so we have 200 pounds and we take off 20%. So let's go 200 times 0.8. That gives us 160. So a 200 pound guy that's 20% body fat, he needs about 160 grams of protein. That is probably more protein than what most people eat in a, in a day. It's very common to not get enough protein. 160, pound, 160 grams of protein for a guy that's 200 pounds shouldn't be hard to do, but this is something that a lot of people struggle with. Let's say we use a lady as an example. A lady weighs 150 pounds and she's got 30% body fat. That means that she needs about 105 grams of protein. If you have no idea what your body fat percentage is, you can just Google body fat percentage picture. It'll show you a range of di different body sizes, and you can guesstimate right, right away within 5% or 10% which one you're going to be at. That will put you close enough to the number that you need. If you want to be super accurate, then you would need a, a body fat test. This is what the dunk tank lady does. She measure, measures your body fat, your muscle mass, your lean mass, so you can see where you're at. If, you, if you're unsure, you can just round up a little bit. Let's say you're not sure if you're 20% or 25% body fat. Just go with the 20% body fat. It's going to put you at a higher amount of protein. It's perfectly safe. It's perfectly healthy for you, and it's going to be a good number. The third and final question I'm going to answer today is, what is a good breakfast? That's a great question. Breakfast, a lot of people say it's the most important meal of the day. It's not. Whenever you look at a bunch of meals, whether that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the most important thing is the total that you ate uh, that whole day. Some people like to eat five meals. Some people like to eat two meals. There's not a huge difference between those things. The most important thing is what you ate throughout the whole day, and that's what's going to make the biggest difference. Your body can store carbohydrates. They can store that in your liver and in your muscles. Your body can store fat. They can store it anywhere in your body, inside the muscles, outside the muscles, around your belly, around your legs, wherever it's at. Fat and carbs, they're usually always stored. It's not an issue. However, protein is something that your body can't store. Protein is always kind of circulating around, 
and there's no place for you to store a bunch of protein in your body, this is why you need that at a more consistent um, consistent intake than carbs and fats. That's why breakfast should always include some protein. It should be some eggs. It should be a protein shake. It should be something that gives you a, a good amount of protein. Personally, I like a lower carb breakfast. My go-to on a day where I don't want to spend any time cooking anything, I just want to get something and go out the door, I have a handful of almonds, I have two hard-boiled eggs, and I have a protein shake plus some coffee. Is that a perfect breakfast? No, but it is a good amount of protein. It's low-carb, which makes me feel very full. It gives me a good uh, mental focus, and it's very fast. Whatever you like to eat in the morning, make sure it has a good dose of protein. Go back to that uh, question we just talked about before, your lean body mass. You need one gram per pound of lean body mass. Figure out a rough number of what that is. If you have no idea how much protein is in what, then start with meat. Meat is a great source of protein. One uh, deck of card size uh, piece of meat has about 20 to 25 grams of protein. So that's something you want to get in at each meal. That's going to be breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and probably a few snacks in there as well. The quote of the week is, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. We have a great week of workouts planned for you. I hope you're ready for them. Remember, when you come into the gym, you got to adjust based on that day. Did you sleep well? How's your stress? Did you have some good food that day? If you're feeling awesome, then go for it. Push it. Try and set a PR. Try and reach uh, that new weight or movement that you haven't done before. But if you're not feeling that great, maybe something happened. It was in your control. It was outside of your control. Make sure you adjust a little bit too. Some days you need to go for it, and some days you just need that checkbox. I went to the gym. I did my thing. Don't get too locked into one weight, one movement, or that you have to PR or do something special every day. I was talking to a client early in the week, and he said, from now on, I'm just going to decide to do all the weights, RX. That's what I'm going to do. And I told him, that's a terrible decision. You don't know what RX is going to be. You don't know what the movement's going to be, the weight, if it's a good day for you, if it's a bad day for you. RX is whatever I feel like it's going to be when I'm writing the program for the week. Some days it might be super high. Some days it might be super low. You need to focus on your own numbers. You need to be writing things down, what your PRs are, where you're at. You need to make detailed notes of what you can do. From there, the goal is to add a little bit of weight, try and do something a little bit faster, a little bit better. Don't worry too much about the RX, intermediate, and scaled. Focus in on your numbers and make sure that they're steadily going upwards. Not every day. Not week to week, but month to month, they're steadily moving upwards based on how you're feeling and how you're doing that day. <music>